fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. Um, something very exciting today. We are finishing the chakra series. Woohoo! Woohoo! And how perfect because it's Mabon if you're listening to yes. this on the day that it drops. So what a perfect day. Yeah, we're harvesting the end of our chakra. Yeah, we're enjoying the fruits of our labor for That's this right. One. That's we right. We are reaching our conclusion. And if you want to know more about Mabon, an extra so dropped on Friday. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, Conowin's oh. Libra season stuff is at the top of that. And then we end with Mabon it's and so Autumnal Equinox. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, check it out. Yeah. We love we love an extra sode. Yeah. But sort of like with the other episodes in the Chakra series, um, I'm going to take us through some info. I'm going to ask you some questions. Ooh. And then at the end, I have a surprise. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, we I love like a surprise. It. Okay. Okay. So we left off after the heart chakra, uh-huh. right? The anahata, the green, glowy, beautiful ball of light, the bridge between the body and the mind. Anahata. 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 Okay. Uh, the next epi- the next episode, no, Corey, the next chakra, the next chakra on the trail upwards uh, along the spine is the throat chakra, uh, which is... The Vishuddha, it is light blue, uh, or at least that is the color that is associated with it. And it deals with communication, right? And so that's not just like words, that's like written communication, body language, the way that you express your thoughts to others, right? Mm -hmm. All forms of communication. It is located understandably, in the throat. And the sound for it, I love that this is the sound for the throat chakra, it seems very intuitive to me, Mm -hmm. is hum. Hum. And it's really Mm. fun to chant that because you get it into your throat and you get that sound, right? Which we love. And we get that good mmm sound, which is like a nice resonant um, sound in your mouth. Uh, The throat chakra does also govern areas of the mouth, tongue, teeth, jaw. It also feels like there's a vibration without mm-hmm. it feeling like I'm hurting my vocal cords. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's a wonderful sound. Uh, it's a sound I sometimes make when I'm thinking. <laughs> um. <laughs> because my body does crap I don't tell it to when I'm thinking really hard about stuff. Um, you should see my face when I do that. It's sort of declaration statement is I speak, right? Uh, that is sort of its its drive, its its prime directive is I speak. When you were learning about chakras, when you were doing massage stuff, what did you learn about the throat chakra? I'm trying to remember. That was back in 1998. I was 10. Yeah, I I don't remember a lot. What I what I do know that I've picked up about the throat chakra over the years is how if it's out of balance you will a couple of things happen and i notice personally when i'm out of balance that i am misunderstood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that i don't speak 
when I should and I regret it later. Oofta. And big feelings. And when that happens, and it, it actually just happened recently, uh, about a week before we recorded this episode, I came home and the first thing I did was grab my pendulum, look at my affirmations for my throat chakra, and hold my pendulum in front of my throat chakra until it felt open again. And I re- I'm recognizing this last week that I have to keep doing that in order to keep keep it open and, and let it function at a higher level, which I want. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Doesn't always work, no, but that's, that's the goal. That's so that's though. all I know about. That's actually really great. Yeah. Um, and again, that's my cheap seat. I know that from what I've read and from stuff you've said. All, also, by the way, if you haven't heard at least the first episode of the Chakra series, Please you should do. listen to it because there are some disclaimers about the fact that... There's context. Yeah, there's context. And I'm white and Corey's <laughs> Latinx. And, yeah. you know, uh, we know we are not of this culture. So, yeah. so there's that. And to that, I absolutely follow somebody on tiktok who is from that culture who says this opening the chakra thing is not the goal no blah, blah, yeah. blah. And we've discussed that as well yeah and we, we have discussed talked about that. that but that is but that is what i learned in this is one of, and it works for me yeah this is one of the chakras that when you're working on it it will feel maybe more like opening and closing mm-hmm. because because the effects of of communication are going to feel open or closed so some things you can do when you're having a hard time communicating, whether that's with others or with your deity or with what, mm. like whatever it is, um, notice how it feels. Do you feel like you're saying things you don't mean? Do you feel like you're saying mm. things that are harmful and then feeling like crap about it later? Um, do you feel like the words are coming out of you hot? Then maybe that is a time to take a cool drink. Mm-hmm. To take some cooling breaths. Um, there's an exercise where you kind of curl your tongue like a taco and you breathe in and it creates a cooling breath. Oh, I like that. That's really helpful. And like for you, I would say like iced tea. Like do the ritual of making a tea and then throw it over some ice. Mm. Drink it down cool. Um, and then conversely, do you feel meek? or timid about the things you want to communicate are you having a hard time getting the words aflowing they feel frozen in your throat drink something warm maybe something spicy even like throw some cinnamon in your coffee Mm. um a warm soup like get something warm in there that'll help thaw out that thing that is freezing you up that thing that is making you feel um stuck um Because what happens is when you're out of balance here, it can either feel like you're unable to express yourself or that the things you are saying are harmful. Mm. I once, the only time that I've been to Stonehenge, I did a ton of research Mm -hmm. and the driver was just so off-putting and he was obviously not into the one who was taking us and we we bought the tour that we could go in and touch the stones i don't know if that's still offered or not but we had to make a reservation six months ahead of time yeah we were going and even then it was limited whether you could go in and touch them or not 
And he just so put me off and I reverted back to things I knew weren't true. Like, well, the Druids, this, and the moment it came out of my mouth, it was like, I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. And I just, and realized, and then just shut up because I was like, oh, I got shut down and I let that happen to myself. So that's... Yeah. I wish I'd had some warm tea and yes. known about this. I <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of stuff, I think, happens to our throat chakra more often than not. I, like, I knew it wasn't true, but it came out of my mouth anyway. Also, if you, like me, have um, really aggressive fawning tendencies, oh. people-pleasing tendencies, yes. um, or yes. if you have that really fun trait that a lot of folks with ADHD have where you mimic the people you are around and say the things that you think they want to hear to make them think you are, like, interesting or cool, mm-hmm. um, that is something to be aware of and that we're always constantly working on. Mm. Um, but notice how it feels in your throat mm. when you say those things. Oh, I love that. Notice how it yeah. feels in your face, like your jaw. What's the set of your jaw, your neck? Like, how does that feel? Um, some really great exercises for this, I think, are neck rolls, really slow ones. Um, really nice, like, forward and back, like, chin down, chin up. Uh, ear to the right, ear to the left, like look to the left, look to the right, like nice slow movements to get that sort of neck nice and warm. If you have one of those nice lavender pillows full of rice, you can just put that over the back of your neck. Oh gosh, that feels good. Or an ice pack conversely. What I love about chakra work is that it can, while it is not necessarily a physical thing, it can be addressed in a physical way, which is, is helpful to me in that it's like tangible yeah moving right on along because we've got three this week not just two oh that's right yeah go girl go um the third eye chakra it's called the ajna uh which is fun to say (laughs) uh it is a deep indigo blue color um and people say it's right between your eyebrows it is between and above your eyebrows just like if you've got your finger in the middle of your forehead Go halfway between that and your eyebrows. It's right about there. Um, When you're practicing, for example, lion's breath in pranayama practice, um, when you breathe out, you look up and between at your third eye center when you breathe out. Um, It is uh, the site of intuition and insight and the knowledge of the self. Um, and it's sound, see, it's seed sound rather. It's, uh, bija, is it bija or baji? I think it's bija. Mantra is om. And I want to take a moment to break down om. Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> because if you're going to see it spelt O-M a lot, it's actually composed of, uh, three sounds four sounds if you count silence okay so it is uh pronounced a-u-m so um which are three distinctive sounds um it's if if it helps think of it sort of like the sound of a gong how it's got the the connection sound the resonant sound and the fading sound that's kind of what um is it's the sound that before anything there was the word and that is uh, it is when yoga was before it was a physical practice Mm -hmm. it was monks 
sitting in caves, chanting Om. Wow. According to many, many stories. Things are getting more abstract and metaphysical the higher up the spine we go, right? Because we've traveled from the gross body, not gross like you, but gross like physical matter. We've traveled from the mud where the roots of the lotus are. And we're growing up towards the light, which will be the crown chakra in a minute. We'll get there. (laughs) Um, And so things are becoming lighter, more ephemeral, more ethereal, more... I don't know, more intangible. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, What are some things that you learned to, quote unquote, open, close, balance... Meditation. Meditation. And, and I learned a, a pendulum thing that I absolutely love that um, helps me. But really, this and my crown chakra, I have a, I, I connect with them a lot almost every single day. And I get really tired when I have over use them and mm-hmm. I also have a tendency to want to live there rather than in the real world mm-hmm. if that makes any sense yes it is the real world but I I feel vibration and heat and stuff mm-hmm. around those two areas especially my third eye quite a bit and uh, dealing with dealing with talking with deities or talking with spirits it's always really fast and lots of vibration going on nice. so i don't i don't know that i can articulate very well what i do anymore it just kind of that's the thing about happens. the third eye chakra yeah. actually is that it's difficult to articulate yeah um something i like to think about is when i was a child uh well no still but mm-hmm. it, i remember starting doing this when i was a child i've been doing it for as long as i can remember when it's cold out One of my favorite things to do, this is so weird, and I used to get kind of in trouble for it because it would make the windows dirty. I like to set my forehead on the window, close my eyes, and roll it back and forth. Um, Something about that felt so, like, calm and good and and satisfying to me. And now when I do it, because I still do it. I know that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of calming down that space, right? I'm, or I'm waking it up. Maybe the cold shock is, is mm. to help me get out of like a slump, like a mental oh, slump wow. that I'm in. But more than just thought, like I said, this is a space that is about the knowledge of self, which is something we talk about a lot on this podcast. We talk about learning about yourself in the context of your work, in the context of the world. And this is about learning about your, this is about knowing yourself in the context of everything and nothing and all of it. A good story to read if you want to explore this concept is the story of Indra's net, wherein we are all jewels on the intersections of the threads of a mighty net and one little movement from your gem changes the entire net Mm. um it's beautiful but it's about the knowledge of yourself and what you mean in the context of of everything um which i think is especially powerful and helpful for deity work yeah 
Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm getting really comfortable with exploring the, the idea that I'm very small. Do you mean? And like, and I mean this in the most non-derogatory, self-deprecating way. I am very unimportant. While at the same time being very important. Like, I'm vital, but in the context of, of geological time and, and you know, the impending heat death of the universe, I'm very unimportant. Um, but to me, what that means is it's even more important that I bring and do something good, right? Mm -hmm. That I try to make everything around me better because I have this very little importance that I want to make mean something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very cool. That's a lot of third eye work for me. Um, But Dead is right. A lot of meditation practice is good for this. But if you're ever having, um, if you're ever like really tired, or having trouble focusing, you can take your middle finger very gently and tap it against your forehead a few times. Just like wake up that space. Um, Not hard. Please be gentle with your body. (laughs) But just gently like just kind of close your eyes and gently tap on your forehead and just for like a couple of seconds. It feels really, to me, it feels quite good to Mm -hmm. help wake it up. Um, Warm compress if you're feeling like that is the way to go. Like you can address this spot in a physical way, even though it is a very metaphysical space. Um, it's sort of modus operandi is I see, which can mean your eyeballs, but it doesn't have to mean your eyeballs. You know what I mean? It's I see. I see myself in this greater context. I see my divinity in the great divinity. I see my energy in the big energy. It's very cool stuff. And then moving through that place comes to the crown chakra. This one is the most difficult for me to pronounce. (laughs) So I'm going to try my very best. If you saw it written out, you'd be like, what? Uh, But it is the Sahasrara. It's the SR that really trips me up. But it means thousand petaled lotus. Mm. So we have taken the journey from the mud and the roots in the root chakra and we have grown towards the light because that's how lotuses grow, right? They grow from the dark, deep mud up through to the light on the top of the water, right? So this is your crown chakra. It is a light lavender color. Some people say it's white um, or pink. Um, I like lavender, so that's the one that resonates with me. Um, and it is the pursuit of spiritual peace, samadhi, bliss, right? Um, transcendence it is it is that feeling when we exit the wheel of suffering Mm. it is it is peace with who and what we are who and what we aren't and how it fits into the greater like wow everything Um, it has a seed sound which is silence I love that. It's it's silence. It's like the same thing, like nothingness. Yes. In Buddhism. Yeah. So it's it's peace. Mm. Um, it is the silence. It is the cessation of vibration after the Aum of the Ajna of the third eye. Um, this chakra is vital to 
think about and work on and be about, even if you feel like for some reason your other ones are out of whack. You're never gonna, I'm not gonna say never, it is very difficult to find yourself in a place for more than a couple of seconds at a time where your whole shit feels like it's in line. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because for me, if my root and my, like, sacrum and, like, my whole lower half are feeling, like, tight, the um, top half of me is a mess. Or if the top half of me is being addressed, the lower half of me is in shambles. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's really important to do a little work on each of these at the same time. Or within the same time frame. Like, take turns, like, working on them. Because they're interconnected, right? They're holistic. They affect one another. Um, which is part of the purpose of the color system. Like, the red and the and the orange and the yellow, like, bleeding up into the green. Like, the colors changing is them affecting each other. And to reach this space of bliss, of peace, of like spiritual transcendence, there's a very real chance you might never experience that in your physical body because it's so difficult, especially in this time, to quiet everything to that necessary silence to be able to feel that way. You might experience snippets of it. I felt it exactly one time. Mm. and for about a minute and I have not I have not experienced it since and it's not because the rest of my chakras were in order it's just because in that moment my crown was so open and so receptive that it happened Mm. Um, so I think that's a really important thing to remember is that it's a it's a system and all the pieces have to be kind of tended to mm-hmm. or else it'll shut it won't it won't the engine won't run you yeah. know what i mean yeah exactly <laughs> there'll be a clog in the system they'll get a Seriously. clog or, or something so to to work with the crown chakra in a physical way can be kind of tricky to conceptualize corpse pose or shavasana is a really great shape for this um just lying comfortably with your head supported like great for this standing in tadasana or mountain pose arms by your sides like palms forward nice tall stance like close your eyes and just breathe great for this think about i think about being in the shower when i think about this because i think about the water falling on top of my head Mm -hmm. just think just think about the space and when you think about the space remember it's not technically touching you it's about two three inches off your head it's above you it's your capital s self in action your energetic self but it's still a part of you so think think about the space that your energy takes up do you mean yeah yeah it's sort of declaration is i know uh, which is a big statement right it could be followed by a lot of things i know who I am. I know what I am. I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I know 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know everything and nothing all at the exact same time. Or I know that this moment will pass. Yeah. Or I know there is more. Wow. Knowing. Oh, knowing there is more. That's one of the hardest concepts for me to hold on to and on the days or moments where I can actually grok that and feel it those are the most peaceful Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's good stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah when you were working with them what was um what were what was your guidance on how to on how to address your crown so this is the type of work that I did and do with a wonderful woman who I call my shot woman. <laughs> uh, she, and I say that and somebody said, you really shouldn't culturally appropriate that. So I'm not. She actually is Native American. She's indigenous so she, uh, and from an Oklahoma tribe, which I can never remember the name of. And I know it starts with a P. She's she's the one who's guided me through that work and I've been very fortunate mostly in her presence a couple of times on my own to have that experience that you just talked about about being very in line and aligned and the universe feeding feeling like this funnel this Mm -hmm. vortex above my head feeding me energy and healing and doing some ancestral work with her about healing through the ancestral line. I'm interested, and you don't have to answer this. Yeah. In any of those experiences, did you feel as though you were outside of your body looking at it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. 100% the experience that I had yeah. as well. Which could mean that if you're doing like astral work, yeah, this would be an incredibly valuable practice mm-hmm. if you're not already doing it. Yeah. 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 So that's the last three major seven. The last three of the major seven. As we talked about in the last episodes of the series, there are thousands of chakras in the human body. So many. These are just the seven that we're very familiar with and see all those pictures for. The little little rainbow. Yeah. Oh, Corey, your knowledge (laughs) and the way you express it is just... Beautiful. Thank you for sharing this. Thanks for bringing everybody on this journey. And I have learned a lot. Are you ready? To you. Are you ready for your surprise? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I brought a meditation exercise for you. Awesome. And you're welcome to do it. Okay. But you don't have to. Okay. You can just listen, and you can do it later. Okay. And this is for all of you. If you're driving. Please don't do this right now. You can listen, but don't do this right now. Save it for when you are in a quiet and safe space. Excellent. Rad? Excellent. Okay. So you are going to find a comfortable seat. That could be crisscross applesauce, feet on the floor. You can lie down. Whatever makes your body feel comfortable in a way that can be sustained for about three to four minutes. It's not a long one. Once you've got your wiggles out and you're, and you're feeling settled, sometimes it helps me to, especially if I'm laying down, to flex all my muscles at once and then let them go on an exhale. I want you to first notice your breath. Don't try to change it. Don't try to force it. Notice the 
natural rise and fall of your chest and belly. The way the air fills your lungs like a bellows. The way your exhale shifts the air in front of your face. Soften your jaw, unfurl your eyebrows. Relax the skin behind your ears. Take a big inhale in through your nose and a nice soft exhale through your mouth. We're going to do that two more times. Big breath in. And a soft breath out. One final time. Big breath in. And a nice dramatic sigh. Let it go. <sighs> Continue to breathe deep and calm. I'm going to offer some intentions, some mantras. You are welcome to say them on the repeat or to simply say them in your head. Imagine the root of your spine, your tailbone, the connection to the ground. My roots Join with the earth. I am. My roots join with the earth. I am. Traveling up to that sacral, rather, yeah, the sacral chakra. That place in the bowl of your pelvis the seat of sensation, that bright orange space. My body is full of life. I feel. My body is full of life. I feel. Check in with your breath. Check in with the set of your jaw and your eyebrows and travel with me up to the solar plexus. That bright yellow sunshine in your belly. My body is fueled with fire. I do. My body is fueled with fire. I do. Let that heat and that power travel up to your heart space. That big, beautiful green spotlight in the front of your chest like a Care Bear stare. My heart is open and full. I love. My heart is open and full. I 
love. Take that love, that compassion, and travel up to your throat. That bright blue spot right in your neck. The light that shines out through your mouth. My words are clear and honest. I speak. My words are clear and honest. I speak. Take that communication, that expression up to the place between and just above your brows. That deep indigo space of your third eye. My mind is open and curious. I see. My mind is open and curious. I see. And taking all that you see, travel up just above the tippy top of your head to your crown chakra, that big, beautiful lotus. It's bright light. My energy is connected to the great energy. I know. My energy is connected to the great energy. And I know. We're going to hold silence for three deep breaths. Big breath in. If your eyes have fallen closed, gently blink them open. Slowly wake up your body, starting with the littlest bits, your fingers, your toes. Rock your head side to side, run your tongue along your teeth. Often it feels good here to give yourself a big juicy stretch. And just notice how you're feeling. Maybe journal about it, maybe meditate on it. Um, maybe it was like super great for you, or maybe you were like, meditation's not my jam. That's okay too. This is just a great way to sort of physically connect. Yeah. And if this isn't your particular jam, we've been posting on Instagram some alternatives to mm -hmm. traditional meditation. Uh, a lot of people need to move when they meditate. Oh, yeah. You can still get to that state of openness and and it's amazing too to me anyway uh who had a hard time doing this at first oh the, yeah the the silent type one is that i started with physical and then i was able to move to still stillness meditation i can now do this when i started i couldn't exactly so you might have that growth as well mm -hmm. and this is a really repeatable really modifiable mm -hmm. exercise mm -hmm. so like say that you're out for a jog or something you can repeat these mantras while you're jogging 
It was awesome too, just listening to your voice, <laughs> Corey. Really well, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that is my gift to you Aww. this week. Um, thank you for indulging me on this journey oh, of the chakras. Thank you. I and, learned so much. Uh, yeah. Now that we've sort of chilled out. Yeah. Do you want to send up some sparks? Yeah, let's uh, <sighs> send up some sparks. Okay. All right. Well, Corey, what is your spark this week? My spark this week is Willow Wind Alchemy. It is a an Instagram that we follow that I'm a big fan of. It's like this amazing shop and person uh, who does candles and tea um, and just like the most beautiful, the most beautiful things you've ever seen. Um, they are, uh, their tea crafting is currently closed due to, you know, life stuff. Um, but they have a shop with all of their beeswax candles and all that good stuff. It's called Witch Warrior Candles is the affiliated candle shop. And I highly recommend you check it out. Please, please check it out. Just such beautiful stuff. They do giveaways a lot. Just really beautiful candles, really beautiful people. Um, and I highly recommend you go give them some traffic can you spell it oh it's w-i-l-l-o-w-y-n-d and then the word alchemy which is a-l-c-h-e-m-y thank you i couldn't get them to come up and i have back when they were when you could order i believe that i have some tea from them in my <laughs> big surprise <laughs> big shock in in my cupboard i love that that's great Who's your spark? So my spark, and we found out today because we're recording a couple episodes on September 12th. And so we talked to Conowin today that she knows this person that mm. I'm about to send a spark to. Uh, it is also an Instagram account, cedar.taylor. And I guess she's a tarot reader and a lot of other witchy wonderful things and her page looks really new i'm madly in love with everything she's doing it's absolutely gorgeous and we're at the beginning of her new social media journey and in instagram because she has started over and it is gorgeous it's just very peaceful I found her this week and I was just immediately drawn to the comfort of the page. Uh, you'll go through it very quickly right now. And I'm just excited to see what she keeps doing and where she goes and where she takes us. It's just, uh, it, I think it goes along with the peaceful meditation <laughs> as far <laughs> as that goes. Just finding her and chilling out on those amazing pictures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's it for me this that's, time. That's it for me this time. Yeah. You've just had to listen to me talk a lot. I loved listening to you talk. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, it was awesome. Thanks. We're both yeah. feeling a little chilled out right now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I gotta feel go. like I've made us sleepy. I just want to say on this beautiful fall day with like the clouds and the fog and I woke up and the pavement was wet. Oh. Um, I just want to say fall is coming. Mm -hmm. And I'm by this time that you hear this, I think it's here. 
It's mm. here today. Yeah. So happy fall. Happy fall. Happy Mabon. Happy autumnal equinox. Whichever one you celebrate, yeah. if you celebrate. Mabon if you're Wiccan. <laughs> the fall equinox if you're nasty. <laughs> uh, uh, God, that's funny to me. T-shirts. <laughs> we need T-shirts to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to go enjoy some... I'm going to go enjoy a toasty beverage. Oh, and yeah. Relax. But yeah. until next time, be well. Harm none. And don't forget... You are magic. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd like to ask you to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. And to press the little plus sign on Spotify to add us to your episodes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio and just about anywhere where you listen to podcasts. But if you want to reach out and talk to us, you can email us at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can sign up for the newsletter or just ask us questions and hang out. You can catch us on Twitter at bonfirebabble or on Facebook at bonfirebabblepodcast or on Instagram at bonfirebabblepodcast, which is where we spend most of our time. Yes. We are also... Hooray! On TikTok now at Bonfire Babble Podcast. Thank you, Corey. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it's a little baby page right now, but we are recording things and putting them up. And our website will also start to have a lot more information, and that is bonfirebabble.com. You can also reach out to us in a more tangible way. We have a P.O. Box now, which is P.O. Box 16341. Seattle, Washington, 98116. We would like to acknowledge that we are on the traditional land of the first people of Seattle. The Duwamish people, past and present, and honor with gratitude the land itself and the Duwamish tribe. For more information, reach out to realrent.org.